Hubhopper Originals. Welcome everyone to another episode of the unofficial VAR, a Hubhopper Original. It's Tuesday and since we have a lot coming up in this week, we decided just let's give our listeners a good roundup of all the leagues and league action what happened in the weekend. But yes, the biggest talking point is Chelsea versus Manchester United. Hi guys, I'm your host Prasad Bhutkar. Joining me are Supratim Gupta and Slowmo Samuel. Guys, are you awake today by the way? Yes, yes, very much. After that game last night, you know, I didn't need sleeping pills again to go to uh, sleep. But Supro, uh, Chelsea have lost and are out of the cup. Slowmo, can yeah. you elaborate for the viewers and the listeners? That abject performance from Chelsea. Oh yeah, uh, abject is like Supro's like favorite word, and I'm going to use it again. It was an abject performance by uh, Chelsea Football Club. Um, United were very very uh, clinical in the way they finished their goals. Both goals were again by the uh, uh, supreme uh, playmaker in England right now, which is Paul Pogba. Uh, the first cross for uh, Harras goal was superb, like just. Over the top and uh, Herrera wasn't really marked by uh, uh, Luis. That, that was the first goal. The second goal again came in from uh, this. Uh, who who scored the second goal? Uh, Marcus Rashford Mark, put in. Yeah. And Pogba, Pogba diving like a diving, superman. Yeah. Like a superman. And, uh, yeah, and Chelsea were all over the place. Uh, uh, Sari didn't even make uh, changes which were suiting the Chelsea team. He still, I feel, still stuck in. Italy, thing, yeah. yeah, he's still uh, so. The thing with Asari is his team. He's he's playing his team to his uh, Napoli team. He's not playing it to the strengths of a Hazard or a or Higuain. A, or a Higuain. Higuain. So he he still wants his team to make to play uh, according to his uh, wills and fancies, not according to a player's strengths and uh, weaknesses. Shubhra, That's what was happening in the game last night. Shlomo, I'm sure uh, you can. we can give you some nice coffee to wake you up, by yeah, the way. Yeah. You look so sleepy. Yeah. But Supra, Shlomo mentioned about Herrera being let off. And you know, you've mentioned it quite often in the past. Chelsea have become so soft while defending. The previous era, where you had John Terry, Ivanovic, Ashley Cole, you had Alex, you had those hefty, you have those guys... Who didn't leave a marker, by mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. So what has gone wrong at Chelsea? And you know this Sari mentality. Which will Sari be fired? Only will Sari like you know for once go off his stubbornness and just play a different game? Start Kante in his position. Just leave out Jorginho on the bench. What do you think should Sari do now? Yeah, as you said that. Chelsea were an example for defenses already in English football and that has drastically changed and you could have you know if you go as uh, as far as back as Conte's reign there were moments where even Chelsea lost 4-0 most famously they lost 4-1 to Watford so there were signs that defensively Chelsea were regressing as a team and it has come back to haunt them big time this season they have had so many big defeats Bournemouth Manchester City and it doesn't seem like the Chelsea of old where, you know, even if they don't score a goal, it was very difficult to break down Chelsea. But at the moment, Chelsea are all over the pitch defensively. It is very easy to uh, evade their marker and score a goal. Just like uh, Pogba did when he jumped over Aspilicueta and scored that goal quite easily, I must say. And as far as Sari's position goes, 
I think at the moment it's pretty untenable. And I also think that since Chelsea uh, league cup final is approaching very soon, uh, Chelsea won't take a drastic step by removing their coach. They'll wait for a result. Uh, they'll wait for a result. But as far as the playing style goes, uh, Slomo rightly pointed out that the four-three-three it worked very well at the start of the season. But there comes a time in the season where teams will find you out. And you have to start changing it. You have to identify identify the key players that will help you get the results. Yes. And Chelsea are still stuck with with their midfield combo. They still don't know whether they have to play mid, uh, Kovacic or Barkley. That's the that's one substitution that always happens. And and that's so predictable, isn't it? Like yeah. if, if Kovacic starts, Barkley is going to come on. If Barkley starts, Kovacic is going to come on. So if I'm a Pep or a Klopp or an Emery. I'm going to be the first one to point out in the dressing room that guys, if plan A doesn't work, plan B for them is this guy, yeah. and that becomes very easy for the opponents to read them. Well, Slomo Zappa Costa came on in the 82nd minute. They had yeah. Callum Hudson Odoi on the bench. Do you think he should have been brought on? Oh yeah, definitely. So uh, William also came on. I think that that was a really bad substitution, and Callum uh, Hudson Odoi is one of the the best teenagers in the world right now and he should have come on at, at least tried us uh, zappa costa didn't do anything that great maybe i think sari bottom on for his crosses i think he scored a good goal versus karabag uh, last season in a champions league but since then he's really done nothing, nothing great so yeah. uh, but that was uh, uh, hasanora should have been a, a given a chance and should have at least taken on the united defenders and pedro also wasn't doing anything that great last night Supra, what does Marcus Alonso have of Sari? That Marcus Alonso, despite his symbolic performances, is starting week in, week out. And you know, Jorginho is that guy who Sari was so keen to bring in. I think teams have figured him out. You press Jorginho, mm-hmm. you win the ball back, and yeah. that's it. Done. Game done. The midfield huh. is so uh, predictable, hmm. and you know the Sari ball is looking like sa- sorry ball right at the moment. <laughs> but yeah, let's get your thoughts on Callum Hudson Odoi. Do you think he's been wasted at Chelsea? Should they have cast him for 35 million when Bayern came calling? Yeah, that seems to be the logical conclusion, isn't it? Because Chelsea could have sold him to Bayern Munich in January for 40 million. They could have reinvested in the squad, but instead they choose to hold him on and. By holding him, in, holding him on, they are not only playing him; they are also making sure that his value goes down in the summer. So I don't see the point in holding on to a player you you really don't want to stay at the club. And he's a very young player; he needs game time to prove himself. And at Chelsea, it doesn't look like he will get that game time. And at Bayern Munich, that was very much plausible because Bayern Munich are moving close to a strategy where they are they want to replace their. Play, uh, they want to replace players like uh, Rib- uh, Robin and Ribery for y- younger talent, and yeah. uh, Callum Hudson Odoi is clearly one of them. So Chelsea's uh, transfer policy is just—you uh, you can't explain it. What they exactly want uh, for Sari? They bought players that Sari wanted from Napoli. Uh, George, they, they got him Jorginho. You know, Barkley was a transfer which didn't make any sense because they had a player like Ruben Loftus Cheek. Coming from the academy, yeah. who is I, who I think is a much better player than Barkley. So Chelsea's transfer policy, and then then there is Danny Drinkwater, <laughs> another signing which makes absolutely no sense for the sake of squad depth. Chelsea spent like thirty-five million on him. Thirty-five million. You know, what's the point in spending so much money and on players uh, you don't want to play? Uh, Ramsey's gone for free to uh, uh, Juventus. So but that's <laughs> a different. Let's, let's not go. There. That's a different issue. Absolutely, Danny drink coffee. 
that should that danny drink coffee slowmo drink coffee that should be the name now for a new player because even i am falling asleep right now but guys one more question one more question is it doesn't get any better for sari isn't it europa he, they have malmo at home yeah. where they have two away goals so that doesn't really matter they might get the win and you know things might oh, just yes, go yeah. down things might just become normal for a few days but then they have the carabao cup final and they have play spurs next midweek so i'm not going to get into details of gory details of those matches but is sari's time coming up at chelsea because at a club like chelsea you are supposed to deliver and if these results are being piled up you know what happens is Abramovich is going to pre- press the button. We have seen that so many times. So many yeah. times, and then who's going to be called? Goose Hiding. Well, Hiding, Hiding, Hiding might already, Hiding might already be, you know, instructed Tanya to keep his bag ready and over the phone, you know, because that guy is going to get them over the line in the league if he comes. He's yeah. that kind of a coach. Yeah, and Chelsea are an example of a Chelsea are an example in football that a myopic strategy takes you only so much. You have to have a long-term plan in the future. And at the moment, Chelsea are running out of coaches to hire. To be very <laughs> honest. Fasolomo, uh, fancy a Jose return at Stamford Bridge? Yeah, I, you never know. Right? He might just come back and work his magic again. Maybe he he just got his time off and might just come and start playing, uh, starting his magic all over again of five six two thousand five six. Supro is the magic alive. Jose's magic, or is it dinosaur? <laughs> <laughs> that is there to see. I I heard that he is interested in a job in France, so I think he wants to prove that winning trophies in France is easy, and it was very difficult in England. So, yeah, you judge managers based on trophies won in France and Germany. Yeah, I have won a trophy in France. Correct. Not judge me. Correct, correct, correct. Prasad, and, yeah. uh, so uh, do you think uh, this is like Sari's last few chances before he gets sacked? Maybe if he wins. If he wins the Carabao Cup and the Spurs game, I think, think the I think the main thing job is stable. No, I think the main part is that for them to get into the top four, and uh, trophies are anyway a bonus. But uh, the style, the way the players are performing, I think the players are underperforming. I think they have given up on their managers. They don't seem to buy his philosophy, and it's becoming uh, very difficult game after game. You know, for Sari to cope with his players. So I think there's a fallout in the dressing room. and to be very honest with you that just leads to one thing these days and that's the manager sacking because the players are going to make a ruckus out of the situation the agents are going to scream and then what happens the manager is gone the manager's head is under the knife so i think the final nail in the in sari's coffin might be the spurs game if they mind you kane might be back for that game delhi ali might as well and if there's a humiliating performance once again a tennis yeah. score line Then I think it's time up for Sari. Like yeah, we said, football has been clouded by impulsive, you know, nature for a long, absolutely. Long time, and so. you can see how Twitter goes berserk. How a, f- a team's Twitter goes berserk after a loss. Like when you win, there's so much of spamming. When you lose, I don't know. I think someone was screaming yesterday, last night, three in the morning. We all know who that person is. Just coming to stay. I guess. <laughs> totally a different thing. But yes, Chelsea are out of the FA Cup. we have discussed this this at length and um some key things for sari to address uh, i hope the players respond otherwise it doesn't look good for him well guys city also progressed in the cup which now means that united and city are in the quarter finals so their manchester derby gets postponed isn't it supro yeah and we also have the la liga to talk about and there have been things happening in the la liga by the way guys 
so supra real betis is one team but yeah let's talk about the league leaders barcelona yeah. barcelona won real valladolid nil not a convincing performance not at all not a convincing performance a messy penalty like you mentioned an abject performance yes. <laughs> and and a two abject halves the only positive from that game was that the second half was not as horrid as the first one yeah and king kevin prince borboteng didn't have the best of the dis- uh, debuts uh i read somewhere that you know piotek was available and piotek's weaving is magic ag- at milan where he scored his sixth goal in five appearances mm-hmm. kevin prince borteng did not have a shot on target now people would argue say he is a midfielder but he was played up front by valverde so supra does that raise concerns over their game against leon this midweek uh well uh, barcelona rested a lot of players for the leon game so i think that was the strategy that since they have a healthy lead up top uh, they didn't feel the pressure to play a very strong side and yes you're right it was a abject performance i think we should rename this episode as the abject episode since we are discussing <laughs> so many bad performances <laughs> and messi had to win that penalty by pk making a run from defense to the box yeah and he was stripped and messi caught the ball he missed also one by the way yes correct and he missed in the 85th minute and to some of barcelona's performances they took 20 shots on target 12 were taken by messi and the rest eight were taken by the players who were assisted by messi oh. so messi had a hand in 20 shots on target so you can imagine how much reliant barcelona's attack is on messi slomo what slomo is lionel messi replaceable at barcelona prasad i i don't think so and uh, messi is one of is is the greatest player of all time and so uh, i don't get into the debate with uh, uh, Ronaldo but uh, Barcelona they currently they don't have a squad which for the future Suarez is quite old he's uh, 31 PK also is uh, nearing the end of his career Messi is 30 there's there's no uh, viable options for uh, for the uh, up front for Barcelona uh, Dembélé is very very erratic once he starts playing he's on a flow but if he's not there he's like a uh, completely absent and uh, uh, Coutinho I I think he's he's still in England somewhere and, and who can playing. forget and who can forget Busquets he's yeah. such an underrated guy yeah. but even his time he's lost a yard of pace yes yeah. yes and even he, he did he performed well in his peak yeah. four champions league for barcelona all went through that guy and iniesta zavi yeah. of course yeah, there's a reason why barcelona targeting rabi yeah. but barcelona i feel are on the way they are uh, they haven't really thought of their future maybe uh, uh, what are their long term strategies so yeah maybe it's it's to see how yeah they have been a short term yeah, club for quite yeah, some time yeah. well, so maybe i feel bayern munich are in in a way building their future and you they might just win something in 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 the next few years yeah as far as replacing messi goes there's more of a chance of my nipples getting replaced and messi barcelona replacing messi what <laughs> yeah, bottom lines and summed up by supro and guys one more thing is we have to mention this because it's a, it's was a shock it's not any more a shock i think girona coming back from 1-0 down to beat real madrid at the bernabeu and real madrid scoffed their chance to narrow down the gap yeah. at the top which means that you know and ramos was sent off as sergio ramos was sent off the goals aren't coming supro marcelo is the, is looking a shadow of his player is his, mm. his time at madrid coming up Yeah, a big time, and I think he's missing Cristiano Ronaldo a lot. He he was also great friends with Kiko Kasi, and Kasi has left the club. He was also uh, uh, he also is missing Zidane Zidane a lot because 
he said and i quote that he he put his life on the line for he would put his life on the line for zidane and zidane and that was the impact that zidane had on his players he was a great man manager and marcelo is one great example and i think under the new management he's kind of find, finding himself a bit lost and he hasn't also played a lot of games this season so i think his time is coming up at real madrid and real madrid really need to invest in a lot of youth players in the future you know shlomo gareth bale came on and yeah. really didn't have that impact well like supro and we and you all of us have discussed in the past when ronaldo left this was gareth bale's team but it's not going as per it do you think gareth bale's coming back to the premier league oh yeah uh, definitely i heard chelsea and united are interested in him but uh, gareth bale he's been on and off like same he's he's very like erratic at times and he's definitely coming back to the premier league and uh, madrid are also uh, really investing in uh, their youth with mariano diaz and your vinicius junior so Correct. maybe i think uh, bale does require to come back to the premier league and get those uh, levels of fitness how he was back in 2012 and 2013 the whole season with tottenham well supra girona have been a giant killer isn't it they they are drawing against atletico and they beat barcelona last season this season they have beaten real madrid but they are in they are 15th in the table do you think the la liga is getting competitive or it's just another league where you have just real madrid barcelona atletico madrid how would you react to that if you were said that you know a bottom of the club side is beating a top side does la la liga stand neck to neck with the premier league based on the teams well this season if you look at the la liga table all the teams are separated by very few points and as far as the debate goes between la liga and premier league i still think that premier league is a superior league because the teams fight till the end while in la liga if you are 2-0 3-0 down early in the game the teams just simply give up and there's also possibility of a big thrashing so in terms of technical level i do agree that la liga has better players because they have produced a lot of homegrown players in the country as compared to the premier league the premier league doesn't believe in english players a lot primarily because they are they have so competitive to stay in the premier league or big teams trying to win the premier league and also the fact that english players cost a lot in the market so it does of entertainment in terms of the brand and the marketing that everything goes premier league is definitely the superior league but you know la liga has produced better players well guys atletico madrid were 1-0 victors in their game and uh, it's safe to say that barcelona are now 9 points clear of real madrid 7 of atletico madrid so that's like they could still lose the el clasico and they could still have that lead and go on to win on win the title but that's that from the la liga well guys one more thing like supro mentioned the german bundesliga and the league is brewing up supro dortmund are winless they drew again last night nil nil well um, what has has the pressure taken the toll of lucien favre's men is it the injuries to the players that's hampering their chances for a title now yeah yeah big time and they haven't won the last five games by the way hmm. you know it started against drawing against frankfurt and since then they haven't won the game and obviously against tottenham they had this heavy defeat a 3-0 loss where they conceded really bad goals and i think that played in the minds of the players when they played nuremberg last night they were obviously prepared to keep a clean sheet rather than going for a win and they missed they are missing marco ruiz big time also coaches is in the is in a clean is in a clinical player when he started up front he missed three clear cut chances 
and it's not as if uh, Tottenham could have won the game. They had 17 shots on target. They had 72% position. They're clearly the better team. But I guess the fact that they lost so heavily to Tottenham and they couldn't cre- create a lot of chances or couldn't even score a goal against Tottenham played in their minds and that affected their performance against Newburgh. But then again, they are you know still leading by three points. Even if the points are tied, they will lead on GD. So that is a point, that is something they can take solace from. It's a positive thing for them. And Favre has to stay calm in this situation because this is still Dortmund started to lose in my opinion. Uh, good, good point there, Supro. Shlomo, Bayern came back 3-2. They won the, after conceding an own goal in the first minute. They came back to win 3-2. And now the gap is uh, to three points. Do you think Bayern still have a chance to win the title? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, Bayern, this is a good cat and mouse title league we are seeing very very similar to to the one we're seeing in england right now and this is i i feel uh, the most competitive bundesliga season I, I have seen in years like since uh, 2012 to 2018 there was like just bayern, winning, bayern yeah, just five steam titles. rolling over everyone this is i feel uh, the most competitive uh, bundesliga se- uh, season until now and bayern should pick up steam right ahead now because they they face uh, Liverpool also in the Champions League uh, today. So this is an open league right now, and it's 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 for who to grab on and who can maintain that uh, competitive spirit till the last uh, um, uh, match day. And the bottom line of the Bundesliga is that now the gap between Bayern and Dortmund is three points, and also a uh, Bayern versus Dortmund big derby is awaited in the second half of the season so keep your eyes on that one guys also PSG winning 1-0 to Saint-Étienne extending their lead at the top Juventus winning in their league Napoli dropping points and Juventus going 13 points clear at the top well also there was one game in the Serie A where Piotek was on fire for AC Milan and Atlanta kind of were leading but then Piotek and Paqueta and uh, you know Ch- Chalanoglu were uh, came and sa- set the ground running 3-1 to Milan. Milan move into the fourth spot, strengthen their tight uh, grip on the fourth spot. So if you have uh, missed some Italian league f- action today, this time, this is where you get it. So let's go on and finish off this episode guys and we, we have two cracking games coming up tonight and two tomorrow night. And those are like, you know, much awaited games, Supro. One with Liverpool and Bayern. And slow-mo, tomorrow we have Atletico versus Juventus. We have Lyon versus Barca tonight. And we have Schalke versus City. Well, Supro, let's just talk about Liverpool versus Bayern. An mouth-watering clash. Uh, Both teams neck-to-neck. And by the way, this is their first competitive meeting after a long... Like, last time I checked, they've just played an Audi Cup game where Bayern won. So... Care to uh, weigh in on this one? Where does the tie swing in? in the yeah, first? great change from the usual Bayern spanking Arsenal. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, yeah, they have a new English club to spank now. <laughs> uh, Liverpool, obviously, the priority this season is to win the Premier League, and as far as the Champions League goes, their, uh, their approach will be simple play as long as you're in the competition. And ob- uh, they, it, the game is at Anfield, so Liverpool are. Favourites to win the game. They are obviously without uh, Virgil van Dijk, who was suspended in his last game. And as far as Bayern goes, the goal scoring hasn't been an issue for Bayern. It's a defensive, it's a defensive liabilities that have been a concern for them. And Liverpool have the players to exploit it. 
I heard that Firmino was absent in training uh, in Monday, and there is a po- possibility that he could miss the game. But knowing Klopp is, I think it is just a mind game to you know destabilize Bayern Munich with the tactics and everything. So yeah, I expect Liverpool to win this game. It will be a close game. Well, Slomo, Atletico Juventus, a uh, battle of two tacticians, Allegri and Simeone. Yeah. Uh, quite relishing, isn't it? With Cristiano Ronaldo in that side, with Cristiano knowing at how Atletico play, and with Atletico not going to the next level this season in the La Liga, where do you think does this tie swing? Oh yeah. Uh, so, uh, Atleti and Juve both are very defensive minded teams. Both want to be on the defense, and uh, but Juve are a little more attack minded. And I feel uh, Simeone he excels in 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 the Champions League. He went to the for the 2014 final and the 16 also final and uh, At- atleti should come up with a better uh, defense against ronaldo and co and uh, even dibala and ronaldo are like bros right now like brothers playing on a football pitch and maybe they should uh, try and uh, boss them out or try to outsmart them on on the pitch yeah So Slomo that's a good point from Slomo Supro do you think Juventus have that edge now over Atleti with their attacking prowess Yeah definitely they have the edge and they are the favorites at the Allianz Arena and Atletico's defense hasn't been as good as people remember the defense to be so it is also a you know plus point for Juventus Ronaldo obviously has a very good record against uh, Atletico Madrid in the La Liga and also in the champions league if we remember a couple of seasons ago he absolutely destroyed them in mm. the semi final scored a hat trick and mm. atletico madrid will keeping that in mind so he went as a clear favorites but let's see i think it will be a you know a attack a, a battle between juventus's attack versus atletico madrid's defense so to wrap up this episode manchester united are through to the next round of the fa cup chelsea are out the pressure on sari is mounting Manchester City are also through so the two top clubs that remain in the FA Cup are now Manchester City and Manchester United well a good round up from La Liga Barcelona are 9 points clear of Madrid and 7 of Atletico which means Atletico are in second to round off Italian league Juventus are 13 points clear at the top that's much like the Serie A is done and dusted and Dortmund are just 3 points of bayern right now so bayern are closing in they are hot on their heels and anything can happen in the long run don't forget to watch the four exciting matches two mouth watering clashes liverpool versus bayern and atletico versus juventus liverpool versus bayern is tonight 1:30 am for the indian viewers also atleti versus juventus is tomorrow night that's thursday morning 1:30 am this has been a very good a very fun episode of the unofficial var there's so much to talk in this week and we will be back with yet an epi- another episode on friday here's your host prasad bhutkar signing out with supratim and shlomo bye 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 i hope you enjoyed this hubhopper original podcast if you want to get started with your own show please do get in touch we'd love to have you on board send an email to info@hubhopper.com That's info at hubhopper.com and we'll get back to you in a flash. We're looking forward to creating some great audio content together.